1: a scary situation there. I mean, you're, you're in fear of your own life, you're in fear of the judge's life, you're in fear of everyone else in that courtroom. It's the attack seen around the world. A Nevada man launched himself at a judge
2: who decided to give him jail time instead of probation. We're talking with the law clerk who immediately jumped in to help that judge. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. So we recently told you about 30-year-old D. Berett He was in court in front of Clark County District Court Judge Mary Kay Holtis. He was there to be sentenced after pleading guilty to an attempted battery charge for a baseball bat attack. And despite him having a long criminal history with both felonies and misdemeanors, he was actually pleading to a lesser charge. His attorneys were hoping for probation, but Judge Holtis decided, quote, I think it's time that he get a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. And when Redden heard that statement, he wasted no time. He apparently lost it, ran towards Judge Halthus, actually leaping over the bench, tackling her to the ground. It was absolutely insane. Redden ended up fighting with the clerk, a marshal, a police officer. Court Marshal had to get stitches at a dislocated shoulder. According to authorities, the judge's head hit the wall. Redden also struck her in the head, pulled her hair, even allegedly put his hands around her throat. Now, she sustained some injuries, but thankfully, she was okay. Okay, she actually made her way back into court the following week to continue Redden's sentencing, and she wanted to make it clear that she wasn't going to tack on any other punishments because of the attack, which she graciously calls an interruption.
0: I want to make it clear that I am not changing or modifying the sentence I was in the process of imposing last week before I was interrupted by defendant's actions. I am making my calendar page from that day an exhibit for the court uh, it's the, as it existed the moment I walked in from prior to anything happening nothing's been changed uh, indicating the sentence I intended to impose.
2: You can see that because of his actions Redden was brought into court in restraints, hand covers, a spit mask. Judge Holthus sentenced him to between 19 months and four years in prison for the original charge. But as you can imagine, Reddin is facing a whole slew of other charges because of the attack. Battery on a protected person, battery of an officer, battery by a prisoner, intimidating a public officer, extortion, even attempted murder. But right now, I am joined by somebody who is not only in that courtroom, this is somebody who helped fend off the attack. Law clerk Michael Lasso is with us now. Michael, what a pleasure to have you on! I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but you're a hero. What you did was unbelievable. So thanks so much for coming on.
1: Uh, well, truly, it's so nice of you to have me here. I mean, and just just giving me this opportunity to, to speak about it and, and just to come on your show. I mean, it really is. It truly is an honor um, from my end. And, and your kind words are so you know, they're so nice and greatly appreciated. Truly. First, before, how are you
2: doing? Like, do you have any injuries? Are you feeling okay? Because you were in the middle of that brawl.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was you know, pretty crazy. Not, not your typical day in court, that's for sure. Um, but thankfully, uh, you know, it could have been much worse, but it wasn't. And I sustained just minimal injuries to my hand. Um, our marshal really took the brute of it uh, 25 stitches to the head, uh, dislocated shoulder. And uh, the judge, uh, she's doing just fine.
2: And the Marshall, is he doing okay? I know those the stitches and dislocated shoulder, but it, he's doing relatively well considering.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually, uh, he's doing great. He's in good spirits. Um, he's going to be off the job for a while while he's recovering. Um, but <clears throat> but to be honest, uh, you know, when, when all this was going down, he, he really didn't even care about himself. He just cared about everyone else. He was asking how the judge is. He was asking how I'm doing. He was asking how everyone else in the courtroom is doing. Meanwhile, you know, he has this, this huge gash on his yeah. forehead. And, and, you know, there's blood everywhere. Um, it was just, uh, you know, it was a a crazy scene, so he's doing much better. He actually, that following week, he actually went to work. Uh, he wanted to come to work, but he was told by, uh, I'm I'm guessing higher ups, he wasn't allowed to, so he came as a civilian just to be with his colleagues because he's, that's the kind of guy he is. That's amazing.
2: That's amazing to hear. I mean, everybody that jumped in that day was incredible. So I want you to walk us through a little bit of this. Um, Walk us through what you saw from your perspective. So I kind of laid the groundwork. Uh, The sentencing was about to happen. When did you first Mm -hmm. notice something's going on that he, what did you see from Reddin?
1: So honestly, I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. Uh, It was kind of the end of calendar. I was thinking that it was kind of just, you know, a routine remand. It wasn't going to be anything, uh, you know, really out of the ordinary. Um, So, you know, it was kind of the end of calendar. I was just, working on some emails, and uh, then I I noticed um, right before our marshal went in to handcuff the defendant, I noticed him just leap over the defense desk, which is a pretty big desk. And occasionally when you go to remand defendants into custody, occasionally they will make a run for the door. They'll make an exit. And there was an exit door kind of right in front of uh, of the defendant at the time, so I was under the impression he was going for the door. So as soon as he jumped over, I'm thinking he's going for the door, he's going to run for it. Usually it doesn't really work out when you try to do that. Um, so so that, that was what I was anticipating. Uh, I never expected him to charge at the judge to, to you know, essentially leap over that desk like he did. And I definitely never expected him to make contact. So uh, it was very unusual, and I think that's part of the reason why that video blew up the way it did.
2: By the way, talking about injuries, whether those from events lately out in the open like this or not, you know that if you get hurt, it's scary. Right? Well, our partner and sponsor of this video, Morgan & Morgan, the largest injury law firm in America, may be able to help. You see, Morgan & Morgan will make it super easy for you because they have completely modernized the process. You submit your claim, you sign contracts, you upload documents, you talk to your whole legal team, all on your phone. That's it. An attorney is going to review your case in just eight clicks. They also have 4,000 support staff that can help you through all aspects of the process, too, which is just incredible to think about. And if you're concerned about price, only pay them if you win. There's no upfront fee. So if you're injured and you want to join the over 3 million people that call them every year, you can submit a claim at forthepeople.com slash lcsidebar or by dialing pound law. That's pound 529 on your phone. All right, let's get back to this courtroom lunger. It's incredible. It's incredible and really disturbing to see. So he jumps over. He attacks Judge Holtis. What did you observe uh, when he's on her? What did you see?
1: Yeah, so I'm sitting directly to the left of Judge, um, and I actually wasn't even supposed to work that day. Um, i I, I studying for the bar right now, and they took the, my boss told me that I could have the day off um, but I, it was our it was our first calendar of the year and I, you know i didn 't want to she said I could have the time to study, but I just really wanted to be there and i 'm grateful that I was there um because if it wasn't me sitting there it essentially would have just been the judge yeah and uh, and and once you make it over that bench bar i uh, i mean there's, there's there's really, you know, it's just you and the judge there. There's not much separating you from, or there's there's a lot of separating you from from the rest of the courtroom because you're kind of blocked off by this benchmark. Um, so that's why uh, part of the reason why I think it took a little longer than it, than uh, than some people thought for uh, for marshals to uh, to apprehend the defendant. Um, but but from my perspective, he he just really just did that leap. Um, it's a little bit of a blur to be honest because it happened so unbelievably fast. Um, but you know, I just remember him. Holding on to the judge. I remember him saying things to the judge. He, he kind of had, had a grip on her. Um, and he, he had, like I said, he was saying things to her, but I, don't, I couldn't really make it out because I was saying things to him. I was telling him, you know, get off the judge. What are you doing? Um, and that's kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the perspective that, that I had.
2: Was she fighting back? What was she saying?
1: I think she was just in shock. I mean, she was, uh, you know, she was trying to protect herself uh, the best she could. Um, You know, I was trying to get the defendant off of him and then eventually the correction officer came, helped that we were able to uh, actually get the defendant off. Um, And at that time, like I said, the judge really just went to protect herself. Um, And to be honest, you know, I think a lot of people would have been really shooken up in in that sense, but she's a, she's a pretty strong uh, woman and a a good judge. And uh, she really wasn't shaken up as you might've expected. Um, She actually afterwards, didn't want to go to the hospital. Um, we, you know, not me, but others, uh, you know, told her basically for precautionary reasons she should have. Um, and she did. But uh, I remember going to her afterwards and, and she really, same thing, was just wondering how our marshals doing, how I'm doing. She wasn't as shooken up, I, I think, as, uh, as others would have.
2: Amazing that everybody in that courtroom was worried about the next person and not themselves. And speaking of which, let's talk <laughs> about what you did. Because you jumped in, started throwing punches at Red and walked me through what you were thinking there, what, what you were hoping to do. I mean, have you ever been in a fight before? Have you ever been in this kind of circ? I'm sure you've never been in the circumstance, but what, what was that like? What made you do that?
1: Well, it's definitely, uh, you know, outside of my wheelhouse, I would say. Um, but you know, I, I just wanted to, the, to help the best I could. I think anyone sitting in my chair would have done the same. Um, you know, whether that's for judge Holtis or any other colleague, uh, you know, just, just jumping in to help. And when I, when the correction officer came over and we were actually able to get the defendant off of the judge, uh, he actually moved from, from basically attacking the judge to attacking the correction officer. Mm. So I, I kind of backed up. I didn't really want to do more harm than good. I didn't really want to get in the way. Um, but when I noticed that the correction officer was in distress, that's when I jumped back in and tried to help the best I could. And y-
2: it was adrenaline kicking in? I mean, you were, ju- were you just like pounding him, hitting him in the back or the head? Like what were you doing?
1: I was just, I was trying to uh, just help the best I could. Like I said, I saw yeah. the officer in distress um, and I was just jumping in the best I could to try to try to just help, uh, you know, he he's a, he a big guy, a big yeah. defendant. And, uh, you know, it's a scary situation there. I mean, you're, you're in fear of your own life. You're in fear of the judge's life. You're in fear of everyone else in that courtroom. Uh, you know, there's weapons in that courtroom. Um, and it's, a, it's, it's a, you know, it's just a whole situation. I'd say a lot of adrenaline. And, and like I said, it's, a, it's just, a, just a, a lot of shock.
2: I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying, how could this have happened? Was there not enough security in the room? Why wasn't he shackled up? Now, we understand he took a deal and he was going to plead guilty to a lesser charge, so it might have been he wasn't required to be shackled up. But somebody was like courtroom security, was there a lacking of it? How yeah. did this happen?
1: Uh, to be honest, I think uh, if we had uh, uh, you know 10 marshals in there that day, I'm not necessarily sure we would have been able to stop it. Um, it was so unexpected. It was so out of the ordinary, and it happened so unbelievably fast. I mean, it really was in a blink of an eye, and I truly don't believe that the video does justice as to just how fast it was. And we had a marshal directly behind him at the time. I mean, he was directly behind him, about to apprehend him, um, when he went and leaped over that defense desk and then went after judge. So, you know, it was it was just something you don't usually see and, and don't necessarily anticipate happening. Um, and But hopefully, uh, you know, it's the first and the last time it happened.
2: So he's brought back into court for the sentencing eventually. Uh, And like I said, he's fitted with all this gear. But were you nervous about seeing him again?
1: Uh, You know, like anyone else, I think, you know, you have maybe a little flashbacks here or there. Um, But to be honest, it was just another day. Uh, There was a lot of media there, but we had a job to do. The judge had a job to do. And there was nothing stopping the judge from doing her job. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was really uh, just another day. Nothing out of the ordinary.
2: I thought it was incredible that the judge said, despite that attack on her, she didn't change your sentence. She didn't tack on any time. What'd you think about that?
1: Uh, well, you know, unfortunately, I'm not, i actually can't comment on uh, okay. on the sentencing. Um, sure. Unfortunately, I'm sorry about that. But, uh, but I just, I just am not uh, didn't get clearance from the court. So <laughs> well, that,
2: that that's why you're going to be a good lawyer uh, studying for the bar exam. You know the rules already. <laughs> uh, what wh- do you what when you go back and you look at that because you you looked at the video right? There's one thing from oh, yes. seeing from you're feeling it. And then you're seeing the video of it, and you're watching yourself responding to it. What did you think? Uh,
1: you know, the first time we had seen the video, uh, it was immediately afterwards. Um, kind of everyone was in uh, the judge's chamber at the time trying to figure out everything. We had marshals everywhere. We had, you know, police there. We had, uh, you know, medical professionals. And, and uh, they all wanted that, that, that film pretty quickly to, to kind of figure out and assess essentially what had happened. And I remember the first time uh, seeing that filming that footage and just realizing how shocking it was. I mean, I, I from my perspective, I saw that leap and I saw how you know, quick it happened. But when you see it from the other perspective and you see really how impressive that leap was, just how high he had gotten. I mean, it, you can, I guess when, when you first see that video, you can really see why it gained so much traction and got so big, it's just so unusual and honestly impressive. I mean, it was really athletic and something that not many people I think could do.
2: It was like a lunge vaulter. I mean, it was like from the Olympics. He didn't even touch the desk. It was crazy to see. Not he didn't to make touch light the of monitors. It, it was nuts. And, and I think what was also really just came out of left field is wasn't he saying right before when he was trying to advocate for probation that he's basically a good guy and tries to do the right thing? I know you said you were busy or you were maybe yeah, not paying yeah. so much attention, but what was he saying right before they came out of left field?
1: Exactly. I mean, that's part of the reason why it was so unexpected. So shocking. I think after his statements, uh, you know, it's just something that you don't expect, uh, uh, you know, you don't expect essentially that person to run and you definitely don't expect him to uh, go after the judge. Uh, You know, it was uh, just a crazy, crazy scene that uh, was very unusual. And like I said, hopefully is the last.
2: And, And real quick, Michael, have any new safety measures been put in court in that courtroom to make sure nothing like this happens again?
1: Uh, you know, I don't necessarily know what security protocols have been, uh, right. you know, implemented since then, to be honest. Um, but I know that I always feel safe in that core room. Uh, and I, in going back, uh, you know, working since I've, I've, uh, continued to feel safe. And, uh, and like I said, I mean, it was just such a strange thing that yeah. I don't think, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see often.
2: And real quick, before we let you go, Michael, what has this experience been like? Like, what is the feedback you've gotten the response? Because. This blew up. Everybody was talking about this.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I knew when it all had happened. Uh, I knew some people would see it. Maybe some local channels would pick it up or some friends might have seen it. But I never expected it to get picked up the way it did. I mean, it, it really went uh, went worldwide. And now when you go into uh, – when you, when you go – Work. I mean, we go in our office, and there's just letters and letters. I mean, it's nonstop every day. Emails of just you know, well wishes, support for myself, the judge, the marshal. Uh, You know, it's unbelievable. And these are well wishes, not just from Las Vegas or even the country. I mean, these are well wishes from all over the world. I mean, it really made an impact. So uh, it's just like I said. I think that's a testament to how, how just how wild that video was um but it's it's been incredible and it's so humbling it really is so humbling and so nice uh it really the the response has been incredible
2: well watching the video seeing what you did I would feel safe next to you too uh you did incredible work um I I hope you know that you really are a hero that day and you, you helped everybody um and listen best of luck on the bar exam I took it you'll be fine don't burn yourself out Uh, It's all, it's like, it's, it's a, they would say it's a, it's a marathon, not a race. So just take your time and you'll be fine. But, um, I wish you the best of luck. No, of course. Uh, Michael Lasso, thank you so much for taking the time, sir.
1: Oh, thank you. Seriously. For all the kind words, this opportunity to come on your show and, uh, and just be everything. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: All right, everybody, that is all we have for you right now here on Sidebar. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. Speak to you next time.